I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Hello and welcome to the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to visit futureself.com where you can get the one-page Future Self checklist as well as the full Future Self course and other amazing goodies. All of these are free at futureself.com. All you have to do is put your email in. You'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State checklist and my ebook Slipstream Time Hacking, futureself.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. Writing in your journal every single day is one of the most powerful keystone habits you can have. But in this video, I'm going to share with you a specific way to prompt or trigger yourself into the right frame of mind so that while you're journaling, you can actually journal from the right state. Whatever state of mind you're in is going to determine how you feel about something. And so while you're journaling, you ultimately want to get yourself into the right frame of mind first so that while you're journaling, you can get all sorts of creative insights and clarity. So real quick, before I even tell you the five questions, because there's five questions and you put them at a specific place in your journal and you read them right before you journal every morning and it triggers you to think like your future self. But really quickly, before I tell you those five questions, I just want to give a quick little bit of background. So Joshua Waitzkin, he is an amazing, amazing guy. He wrote the book, The Art of Learning. One of the things he talked about in an interview with Tim Ferriss is that, and and this isn't new information. Josh isn't the only one who does this. A lot of people do this, but when you go to bed, you want to ultimately think about your future self. Napoleon Hill even talks about this in Think and Grow Rich. You want to think about whatever it is you want your mind to work on. And why, you know, as Thomas Edison said, never go to bed without a request to your subconscious. While you're sleeping, your mind is doing all sorts of amazing processing. And the first thing you do in the morning really has an impact on, you know, the direction your day goes. And so the worst thing you could do is ultimately look at your phone and start scattering your brain with inputs. Inputs mean, you know, your input shapes your outlook. And so if you train yourself to be reactive to, for example, email, social media, all sorts of random things, then you've ultimately trained yourself to being distracted on a daily basis and you've set the tone for your day. Rather than doing that, Josh, and this is so brilliant, I've been doing this for years myself, he goes to a quiet place and he outputs, he dumps out the things that his subconscious has been processing. And so ultimately when you wake up in the morning, you want to write about your goals. You want to write about the problems you're trying to solve. You want to write about what you're trying to accomplish. But even before you do that, I recommend a quick pre-performance routine. You know, you want to get yourself into the right frame of mind so that while you are actually dumping your thoughts, while you're writing about your goals, while you're visualizing your future self, while you're getting yourself into the right frame of mind, while you're journaling about what you're trying to accomplish, you want to put yourself, you want to click yourself into the right frame of mind. So Robert Cialdini, Dr. Robert Cialdini, is one of the most prolific psychologists on the subject of persuasion. And one of the things he recommends is that you actually learn how to persuade yourself. And in order for a person to be persuaded, they actually have to be persuaded. He has a book called Persuasion. And basically what persuasion means is, is that the the mindset that you're in in the first place determines whether or not you're actually going to be able to be persuaded. So for example, marketers will give you a screen and on that screen, there's going to be all sorts of things that make you feel a certain way so that when they actually provide the message, it's going to hit home. 
So you want to actually put yourself in the right frame of mind before you try to persuade yourself. Journaling is actually an amazing way to persuade yourself. One of the things you can do, for example, Dan Sullivan, who's the founder of Strategic Coach, he wrote every day in his journal for 25 years exactly what he wanted. And he persuaded himself to believe that he could have it. Even, I forget his name, Scott Adams, the guy who does the Dilbert series, for years he wrote affirmations in his journal saying, I'm going to be a famous cartoonist. I'm going to be a famous cartoonist. Or he said something like that. So he was persuading his subconscious about what he wanted. And so you can use your journal to persuade yourself what to do. And you can use your journal to commit yourself to doing what you want to do. And ultimately to committing and desiring your future self. But you want to set the stage before you convince yourself or before you write your journal, before you pull off all those subconscious ideas. And that's where these five questions come in. So on the front cover of your journal, and I just started a new journal, so I don't even have them all written yet. But I recommend you have five questions on the inside cover of your journal that you then use as a prompt. You then use them to trigger and remind you of a few things. So here are the five questions. The first one is, where am I right now? And then you just ultimately have a few bullets. You know, you have a few bullets of describing ultimately your situation. So for example, it's a new year. I'm filming this at the beginning of 2021. Um, Launching a product, writing a few books, and I'm specific about what I'm writing, getting back into running, um, getting into writing, uh, creating YouTube videos, better turning off and being present at home. So I'm just writing about where I'm at right now situationally, what I'm working on, what I'm focused on, what I'm thinking about, what I'm doing. It's really nice to just say, where are you right now? And here's what's really interesting. By the way, when you have these five questions in the front of your journal, all you have to do, I could go back to any of my journals from three, five years ago and just open up the front cover and I can then see where I was at then. The next question is, this is question number two, what are my wins from the last 90 days? So just have bullets. What are the, just think about, and this is a really good concept. This is what Dan Sullivan calls the gain in the gap. But you want to regularly remind yourself of the wins, the progress you're making. You always want to be measuring yourself against your former self because that allows you to recognize the progress you're making. So just make a list of five to 10 bullets of what are the things personally and professionally that you've accomplished, wins from the last 90 days. If you take the time to do this, you're gonna actually appreciate and recognize that you've probably done more in the last 90 days than you gave yourself credit for. It actually not only allows you to remember the past better, but it also allows you to remember the past more. Uh, It allows you to appreciate your past and use your past as a springboard for bigger futures. Whereas most people, they don't take the time to appreciate all that they're accomplishing. So question number two is, what are the wins from the last 90 days? Question number three is, what are the wins I want for the next 90 days? So write down just what are the things you want to accomplish in the next 90 days? Set of five bullets or whatever, whatever it is you want to list, three to five bullets. What are the things you're ultimately trying to accomplish or you would like to see happen in the next 90 days? Then the next question is, where do you want to be one year from now? So in 12 months, where do you want to be? And just write a list. Where do you want to be in 12 months? Just your one year goal. And then the fifth question is, where do you want to be in three years from now? So you could put a specific date. So for example, right now, because I'm near the beginning of 2021, I put, where do I want to be on January 1 of 2022? That's my one-year goal. And just write a list of what you want. And then the next one for the three-year vision is, where do I want to be on January 1st of 2024? Now, if you have those in your front cover, it's really powerful because then you can just look at the front cover. You can see where you're at. You can see your wins from the last nine days. You can see what you're trying to accomplish right now, your short-term goals. You could see your bigger goals. And ultimately, you can see your three-year longer-term goals. You can just click it. You look at it for like 10 to 20 seconds, and then it just re-reminds you of your future self. It re-reminds you of the victories you've had in the last 90 days, which gives you a sense of confidence. You use that as your pre-performance, pre-suasion routine, and then you write from the perspective of your future self. You write from the perspective of faith and confidence that you're going to actually accomplish what you want, 
And it allows you to operate and write in the morning about your goals and about everything you're trying to do from a much higher standpoint. Another thing that's really cool is, is that once you actually have stacks of journals with this, you can go back and look at just that one page and see what you were up to. You could see where you were at. You could see what your wins were around that time. You know, I love going back to a journal like three to five years ago and seeing what my wins were from that one small period of time, what I was trying to accomplish at that time, what my goals were long and short term. It's fun to see that. And if you've got stacks of journals, I go through about one journal every 20 days. I looked at all of my journals from 2020 and I just read what my yearly goals were in, you know, on the one section, my question number four. And it's amazing. All of them got accomplished, but one in 2020. The only one that didn't get accomplished is that I thought I was going to sell a million copies of this book and dramatically didn't do that. My strategy for that was not effective. Um, This is a book that came out in 2020. But one of the things I did want to do is I wanted to sell 100,000 copies of this book. One thing that's crazy that I wrote down, and this was before my wife even got pregnant, I wrote down that my wife would get pregnant, that we'd have our sixth kid. That was before my wife and I even started talking about it. And then my wife got ended up getting pregnant in, I think, March. But looking back at like the December of 2019, the January of 2020, the February of 2020, I was already starting to like mentally create. And there's a great quote from Stephen R. Covey that mental creation always precedes physical creation. I actually have a video where I've broken down entirely the three steps of mental creation into the three steps of physical creation. So you always need to visualize it first. As Albert Einstein said, imagination is more important than knowledge. So this is just a great way, these five questions in the front cover of your journal, to prime your mindset very quickly. And you can use it as a trigger. Eventually, you can use it to click you into the mindset of your future self. And then you can journal from a higher plane of state. And because you're at a higher state of mind while you're journaling, you're going to ultimately pull a lot more powerful nuggets from your subconscious while you're journaling. You're going to be able to write from a more elevated state, which is going to bring better ideas to your mind while you're journaling, which is ultimately going to allow you to have more inspiration, more flow, more excitement so that you can take better action. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in and get immediate access to all the goodies. The one page future self cheat sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it. The full future self course and other goodies such as my peak state checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times, and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking. Go to futureself.com, get those free goodies, and until next time, be your future self now. Talk to you soon.